Hello, everybody. Welcome to Sit Still with Sierra. I'm your host, Sierra Lyons, and thank you so much for choosing to listen today. I can't believe I've already made it to five episodes of the podcast. I've been having a blast recording these. Um, I actually decided to start the podcast when I was reading a book on the beach called Big Magic by Elizabeth Gilbert. She wrote Eat, Pray, Love. This is probably where most people know her work from. But as I was reading that book, it's called Big Magic. It's all about living a life of creativity without fear. And that's when I made the decision that I was like, you know what? I've been wanting to do a podcast for a a good minute now, and I'm finally just going to do it. I'm going to dive in. I'm going to do it. And I'm mostly going to do it for myself. And if people listen, awesome. If people don't, still awesome. So thank you so much to everyone who has listened um, to the first four episodes and is listening right now. Your support means a lot to me. Um, And although I started it for myself, I am Still very much appreciative of everyone who has listened, reviewed, uh, rated it, shared it with a friend. So thank you so much. If you're not already following me on my social media, you can follow me on Instagram at SitStillWithSierra and you can like my Facebook page, SitStillWithSierra. Make sure you share this podcast with a friend or two as well if you feel like um, there's someone in mind that might need this and it might help them. But I'm just going to dive right in because like I said last episode... 25 minutes goes by a lot faster when you are having fun um, talking about who knows what to yourself. So episode four, if you missed it, definitely go back and listen to the first four episodes. But episode four kicked off a new series um, talking about consumerism, which I will be continuing the conversation today. And this is a topic that I've had a lot of fun thinking about and brainstorming about um, just because the title of this episode, as you can read, um, is You Are What You Eat. And this topic to me is very important, not in the sense of food. I will definitely do a series on food later because I'm a foodie at heart. But I think that the metaphor and the illustration that I want to, the picture I want to paint today, can be painted well by using um, food groups as a way of illustrating my point. But last episode, I talked about consumerism and how as consumers in this society, it's not always all about money being our currency. I talked about time and we spend so much time engaging in conversations. We spend so much time watching different, you know, Netflix, Hulu shows. We spend a lot of time scrolling. I know that I spend way too much time scrolling on social media. And I even said last episode that I was going to try more this week to uh, get off my phone more. I'm not going to front. I'm not going to sit here and lie. I failed epically this week. Um, now, I'm giving myself the benefit of the doubt a little bit only because um, I do a lot of work on my phone in the sense that I run the PR page for an organization on my campus. So I have to be on Instagram for that. Um, I use the Instagram and Facebook pages for the podcast. I obviously have to post on those as well. And I spend a lot of time creating graphics and things like that, but I'm still not gonna sit here in front. Like I don't spend a lot of my time just aimlessly scrolling on social media. It is a goal of mine by the end of the year to like definitely, definitely, definitely get away from my phone more um, as far as just scrolling. Um, I, I want to get back to reading. I said that the last episode, reading a lot more than I am currently. So I'm going to work on that. But yeah, we spend so much time doing so many different things. A lot of the things now being digital, whether it's sitting in front of a computer screen or scrolling on your phone or watching you know TV all day. And so, so much of our time is spent 
digitally. But today I want to talk about on a more broader scale what we put into our body. So that is why I named this episode You Are What You Eat because eventually the things that we take in, the things that we spend so much time giving our energy can not become us in the sense that that's who we are, but it can become a part of us. So, you know, the phrase guilty by association or the phrase you are what you eat, it's pretty much, um, it's a metaphor for the fact that what you put in, like what you spend your time doing or who you surround yourself with, you can be guilty by association. So if you hang out with a bunch of people who, I don't know, who steal, and you may not steal, but you may be guilty by association because you spend your time, which is a form of being a consumer, you spend your time with those people. So by association, you may seem like you steal even though you don't. So you are what you eat is important to me because, I don't know, I was always raised to be mindful of what I'm taking in when it comes to like media. So movies, TV, music, Um, you know, not taking in a bunch of garbage that is ultimately not things uh, like the values that the shows represent or the values that the music represents are not ideals that I align myself with and that I believe um, because I don't want to, by, you know, taking part in those things constantly, I don't want to become those things. I don't want to become or share those values that those different forms of media display. So that was a little rough intro. Sorry there. I was trying to gather my thoughts, but I was always raised to be mindful of what I take in. You know, growing up, I grew up, or I'm still growing up, obviously, but when I was younger and me and my two older sisters, you know, we were much younger, kids, preteens, we definitely were not allowed to watch a lot of shows or a lot of movies that my friends today are like, oh my God, you've never seen this movie or that movie. And I'm like, yeah, when I was younger, I was not allowed to watch those things. And now that I'm, you know, an adult and can make the decision myself, I just have made the decision not to. Um, Of course, there are certain things that, you know, I can watch on as little that I have seen now. But for the most part, like, I just haven't made the choice to engage in those things um, because of my upbringing and because of the choice that I make for myself um, to not engage in those things and to not do them. And not everything, you know, that I wasn't allowed to watch when I was little is inherently wrong for me to watch now as a 21-year-old. But I still think that the way that my parents brought me and my sisters up was right and although you know when you're when you're a kid and like they say you can't do or watch certain things you don't understand why and you you just want what you want and you don't really understand where your parents are are coming from but looking back on how I was raised and looking back on like you know things that we refrain from doing I I don't look back with regret. I'm not like, oh man, I really wish I would have gotten to watch that movie that's rated R. Or, oh man, I really wish I would have gotten to, you know, whatever the case may be, do that thing that was inappropriate that everybody else is doing. Um, Now that I'm an adult, if I really, really want to do those things, I can make the choice myself and consume those things. But again, like I said, for the most part, I don't, you know, live my life in regret wishing that I was able to do those things. But I am very thankful for my parents and the way that they you know, raised me and my sisters. And overall, I can say that when it comes to your what you eat, they made sure that we were not consuming things that were toxic to us or negative or just all around not good. So I want to help illustrate this whole concept of you are what you eat by three different foods or drinks that we consume and how they represent different things in our life. So I'm just going to go ahead and get right into it. 
So the first example that I have here are energy drinks or caffeinated drinks. So coffee or Red Bull or five hour energy, things like that. So, you know, these drinks are notorious for giving you energy, providing you with energy and, and a lot of energy drink uh, labels and commercials, they always say, you know, no 2.30 feeling or whatever they say, where basically it's like you have energy and then around 2.30, like your energy drops off and you feel, you know, sluggish like you did before. But a lot of energy drinks promise that there will be no 2.30 feeling, like you won't end up feeling sluggish halfway through the day, even though most of them still make you feel that way. Um, and so they give you a temporary high, they give you the energy that you need for the time being, but I know a lot of people who are avid coffee drinkers who tell me they have like six cups of coffee in one day because, you know, one cup of coffee isn't enough to get them throughout the whole day. And, you know, some people have said that they are addicted to coffee, um, because they just need that high of giving them the energy that they need. And so while it provides a... A way to sustain you temporarily it ultimately is not going to substitute the natural things that we need to do to give ourselves energy so you know natural things that you can do could be uh you know getting a proper amount of sleep at nighttime or drinking enough water eating fruits and vegetables you know all the boring things that nobody likes to do vitamins an easy fix or an easy temporary substitute to that would be energy drinks or caffeine so the you know metaphor that I'm painting here that there are certain things in our lives that we consume that give us temporary highs. And although it does help us to feel elevated for a time being, it doesn't sustain us in the long run. And this is different for different people, you know, different people have different convictions. So I'm not going to say across the board that this is an issue for everyone, but some examples that come to mind that people struggle with or that give them a temporary high, whether it's partying or alcohol or drugs or you know things that just give them a temporary fix to where it makes them feel elevated and high for the time being and again it doesn't have to be these examples you may have never you know tried any drugs in your life or had any alcohol or been to parties but there are still things or substitutes in our lives that provide us with that temporary high but it's not enough to sustain us and I think a lot of times we try and consume things to kind of numb the pain that we're feeling or numb the sluggishness or the depression or the sadness that we're feeling so that we can just make it through the day but you know um and the whole spectrum of life eventually that 230 feeling is going to hit and the temporary highs that we've been substituting our life with it's eventually going to catch up to us and it's eventually not going to be enough to sustain us so consuming these things like alcohol or again this this is just like random examples but fill in the blank for yourself whatever it is that gives you a temporary high and helps to numb what you're feeling this could be food for you this could be netflix this could be relationships that give you a temporary high so that you don't have to think about the things that you're struggling with I really encourage you to examine what those things are in your life and see what are the authentic and genuine things that you need to be doing to give you that high that is not temporary but that can actually carry you throughout life that can actually uh, support you and provide the the um, the energy that you really need I know for me um, I talked about the first few episodes, like different personality types. I am ambiverted, so I'm right in between introverted and extroverted. So for me, um, I know that for me to really deal with what I'm going through, I need my alone time to process if I'm feeling a certain way. Like hanging out with friends, I love hanging out with my friends, but if I really want to get down to the nitty gritty and figure out what's bothering me or how to solve this problem, I know that I need to spend time with myself 
And I also know that to fix that issue that I need to find a person or people or a group, you know, a support group that can actually talk me through the situation because sometimes isolating, isolating yourself too much um, is harmful as well. So consuming, um, you know, too much social interaction for me would definitely be an example of an energy drink in my life that um, doesn't sustain me and actually deal with the problem. It just gives me a temporary high. So what are you consuming throughout your week, throughout your day that is giving you the energy that you need, but only until you get off work or only until you don't have to socialize with people? Um, dealing with the actual issue at its root, it's not easy, man. It's not fun to look inside yourself and see the issues that you have and the problems that you need to fix, but it's so necessary. And I don't know about you, but I don't want to be addicted to energy drinks that only give me a temporary high. I want to consume things that are going to actually give me a lasting high and make me not want to go back to those things. So that's the first example of you are what you eat. Well, you are what you drink in this case, energy drinks or caffeine. The next thing that I want to talk about are the the sweets in our life or the sugar. So sweets are good. You know, people love dessert. I'm not a huge dessert fan, but I do love fruit that's sweet. So I feel like that would be like my substitute. Um, it's sweet, but kind of like with energy drinks, sweets are so good, but eventually sugar like makes you feel, I don't know about you, but if I eat too much sugar, especially in an empty stomach, oh my goodness, it makes me feel like the whole world has like stopped rotating. Like every time slows down, everything stops, my hands are usually shaky, which is actually why I don't drink um, caffeine like coffee or I don't really eat candy like that because I don't know why, but it makes my hands shake and I feel like unrest all day, like I feel on edge. So I know that sugar does that to a lot of other people as well, maybe not on that extreme of a level, but you know, it's good in the moment when you eat it, but then eventually you kind of feel, you kind of feel like it's slowing you down. So slowing you down is the operative phrase here that I want to kind of dwell on. So again, this is just metaphors for actual issues or things that we consume in our life. So a big thing that I want to highlight for sugar can be relationships. Now, this can be platonic or romantic. Um, you fill the blank for your life of what you're currently going through. But there are certain relationships where people sweet talk you, but even... but. And the grand scheme of things are actually slowing you down from the destination you're trying to get to. Now, I feel like more people are going to identify with this um, when it comes to romantic relationships. But again, this can be family members. This can be friendships. People sweet talk you or they, you know, what they say sounds good or you think that the relationship is healthy. But ultimately, it's just slowing you down. The earth is stop, has stopped rotating for this uh, relationship. And it's taking you off the path that you want to get on or be on. And it's keeping you from the destination that you're trying to get to. So relationships... Um, are not the only things that me sweet talk you in life, but that's like a huge thing to me is like friendships or potentially romantic relationships or actual romantic relationships. You may have a boyfriend or girlfriend and, or a husband or a wife, and sorry if this is stepping on toes, but you may have a person in your life who is sweet talking you in the moment and it may seem sweet. You may feel, you know, like, oh wow, this relationship just has me in awe, but ultimately, it's actually slowing you down and it's keeping you from where you need to be and from where you want to be. Now, this is definitely a hard pill to swallow because cutting people out of your life, one, is not fun and two, not easy, um, especially if they may not see it coming. So I'm not telling you to ghost whoever you are 
friends with or in a relationship with because they're slowing you down but i think that if you are in a relationship or you have a friendship that is not that great for you i hate this word because twitter overuses it but here i go if you're in a relationship that's toxic ooh, toxic um and it's keeping you from the destination you're trying to get to or it's getting you off the path of the journey that you want to be on then eventually i know it's not going to be fun or super easy because um, it's confrontational but ultimately you may need to cut that person out of your life now i'm not saying you need to just go snip snip everybody out of your life maybe you might be the problem but what i'm saying is that if you know that you're in a relationship and you may never say this out loud you may just be thinking this yourself but if you have a relationship with someone that you know is ultimately not good for you why why continue why continue engaging in that relationship when you know that it's not doing you any good um, why continue to consume um, you know that relationship whether it's spending time with that person or getting like building your life with that person when you know that you ultimately don't want to continue this long term so sorry if that was a little confrontational sorry not sorry but the sugar in our life yes it's sweet yes it's good it's colorful it's fun it's exciting but it slows you down i'm sorry it does it slows you down eventually and at some point you're gonna have to deal with it so better late than never um i want to do a, a series later on on friendships and relationships um, where I talk about that more because, again, cutting people out of your life is not fun. It's confrontational. It's uncomfortable. And you want to do it in the right way, especially if you're a nice person. You don't want to just, like I said, go someone or just completely cut ties without any explanation for that person. So I definitely want to talk about that later on. But yeah, that's not easy, but we'll get into that much deeper later on in my podcast. Now, the last thing that I want to talk about is <laughs> it's... um not an actual food, I guess. It's a group of foods. So antioxidants. And you're probably like, girl, what, what are you talking about? Follow me here. So antioxidants, it, it's a substance in your, um, and it protects you, your cells from free radicals. So there are free radicals in your body that attack the cells and it can eventually lead to like really harmful sicknesses like cancer and heart disease and other diseases like that so antioxidants um, which can be found in fruits and vegetables i love how i'm educating you on different foods right now um but it's you know usually vitamin c and vitamin e things like that they can help to fight free radicals and protect your cells so consuming things that protect your your you from dangers in life so um, this is a huge one for me. This is probably the most important out of all, all the things that I'm going to say in this episode because finding something that can protect you from the dangers in life, and I don't just mean like, I'm not talking about on a surface natural level here. I'm talking about your spiritual life, um, peace and protection. Um, this is so important. You need peace in your life. You need, you need, whether you say you are religious or not, just take away religion for a second. I'm talking about a relationship. I'm talking about your spiritual life. So for me, I can only speak from my experience. I am a follower of Christ. My spiritual life and my relationship with God is the most important thing in my life. That comes first. That is the the central, that is the foundation of my entire life. So everything that I do, whether it's making decisions about school or what friendships I should have or where I should, you know, take a uh, take a job opportunity, everything flows through my relationship with God. So going to God, asking him if 
if you know this is good for my life if this is harmful to my life is something that i'm very have always been very mindful of ever since i was very little and i've always done um, i was raised um, to be a christian and i'm not i definitely want to talk about this again i keep saying all these things i want to talk about later but i really want to talk about my testimony and just my journey with my relationship with god later on in the podcast but i'm 21 years old and i know a lot of people say like um there's people that are only christians or only religious out of obligation because they were raised that way but i'm telling you i'm 21 years old i have a brain of my own i can make decisions for myself yes my parents raised me this way but ultimately the decision comes down to me this is a choice that i make daily this is a choice that i decided that i want to continue in because it's good for me it's good for my life it produces good fruit in my life Good fruit, no pun intended, antioxidants, woo. Okay, so consuming things that protect you from dangers in your life. For me, consuming, spending time with God, reading my Bible, um, being a part of connect groups or a part of, you know, different organizations on my campus that are Christian-based and help me to stay grounded and help me to be protected from the dangers in my life. And again, I'm not just talking about naturally. I'm talking about spiritually as well, Uh, uh spiritual danger as well so you know a job for instance taking a a job opportunity now a job opportunity in and of itself is not a dangerous thing but if there the path that your life is on it can ultimately take you off of the path that you need to be on it can be dangerous not in the sense that the job is going to cause you harm like physical harm but it can be dangerous to your life that that's not where you need to be at this point in your life that's not where you know you're supposed to be working right now that's not where Um, you ultimately need to be working. So for me, like I said, I flow all of my decisions through my relationship with God and I go to him and I ask him and I feel at peace when I make a decision knowing that it came through God. So again, I, it's not my job to convert you. It's not, it's not my job to force anything upon you. But if anybody's listening who may be on a spiritual journey right now, or maybe having a battle, um, kind of determining what relationship if any relationship that they have with god i definitely want to talk about that more you can always reach out to me on social media if you want to talk about anything that has to do with like your spiritual relationship and uh your spiritual life and spiritual journey in general but antioxidants so consuming things that protect you from from danger to your life that um of course for me is my relationship with god but it's also other things as well like um for some people they really like exercising or yoga or things like that it protects them from feeling anxious or from feeling overwhelmed with you know everything that's going on in the world right now or people uh find different hobbies that provide them protection and peace like cooking for some people may provide them peace and it may help them to not feel overwhelmed with their life so finding things and consuming things that are going to um give you protection from free radicals in life um from protecting yourselves and ultimately killing you because that's what happens that's what free radicals do they're they're there to destroy yourselves and kill you so finding protection from those things is so important um again it's not my job to convert you or force anything upon you i can just say that my experience in my 21 years of living has been that following god and following jesus has been the best decision that i have made every single day of my life Um, and again, I can talk about this later. If you want to reach out to me privately, you can totally feel free to do that, but I want you to be more mindful of what you're taking in, um, with your relationships, with your friendships, with what you're watching on TV, with what you're, 
listening to because we are so desensitized as a society to just violence in this world. We're desensitized to um, just inhumanity in general. We see so much on the news. We see so much as we're scrolling on social media. One of my friends, he um, said something on his social media, which maybe he's not the first one to say it, but he was the first person I heard say it. He was like, social media is very weird because one minute you're scrolling and laughing at a meme and then the next minute you're watching literally someone being shot dead. Um, it, it happens that fast. And so we've become desensitized because we scroll and scroll and it's like, oh, one minute we're laughing, the next minute we're crying, the next minute we're angry, the next minute we're happy. And it's very overwhelming. So I don't want to become a person who doesn't have any emotional stability. So I do need to be more careful about what I'm taking in, how much I'm scrolling. And I don't, you know, I want to be healthy. So I want to eat and consume healthy things in my life. I want to consume relationships that are healthy and beneficial to me. And I encourage you to do the same. I hope you guys found this podcast helpful to you. This is probably my favorite episode I've recorded. I say that every time I record an episode, but I really feel like this is what I needed to hear for myself right now. And I'm pretty sure there's someone else out there that needed to hear it as well. So again, if you liked this episode, make sure you share it with a friend or two. Make sure you're following me on social media pages. And I can't wait for an episode six where it will be the wrap up of this series on consumerism. But I hope you guys stay safe. I hope you're consuming things this week that bring you peace and happiness and joy and don't just give you temporary highs or don't slow you down in life. And I love each and every one of you that's listening. Stay safe and I will talk to you in the next episode. Bye.